It's another beautiful day here in Qatar as um, Andy and I welcome you back to the Grey Lounge, his lounge. Um, those who have been with us from Programme One know that we were previously on the balcony where, as I look outside, Andy, it still looks very attractive and um, uh, as though it might be quite enjoyable. But little it's a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little So, an anniversary, um, grateful to the Daily Mirror for this. May the 14th is the date, mm -hmm. in case you'd lost track. Thursday? Yeah. Every day is just a day now. Every day is Groundhog Day. Um, <laughs> on this day, Blackburn Rovers were crowned Premier League champions. That's the first anniversary. Um, mm -hmm. We remember Jack Walker with fondness. The man who made the dream happen with well, Kenny, of course. Who else made it happen? Um, go on. Ludic. Oh, yeah, Matoska. Well, yeah. <laughs> Come West, on, West, yeah. West Ham is a collective, on. yeah. Yes. Um, but also on this day, May the 14th, in 1754, members of the Society of St Andrews Golfers wow. played their first round ever at the St Andrews Links. 1754. That's wild. Bobby Moore played his last competitive match for second division Fulham Did he really? at Blackburn, ironically. Wow. And in 1988, Laurie Sanchez scored the winning goal as Wimbledon beat Liverpool in the FA Cup final. Gee, that's the thing about May, isn't it? The middle of May, you're going to find in the next week or so, yes. we have a million anniversaries yes, right. because yeah. somebody's either Good. won the league, because somebody's won the league, yeah. or won the FA Cup, <laughs> or won the Champions League. We are requiring of many things to discuss. Yeah. Um, so here we are on the, not quite the eve, but the eve of the eve before the Bundesliga returns. Mm -hmm. And our guest today is very well-timed. We will be with him shortly. Mid-afternoon yesterday, uh, Daily Mail Online, Serie A faces uh, being cancelled as the Italian government demands entire squads are quarantined for two weeks if just one player <laughs> tests positive. This changed, though, overnight. Um, it changed in a way that uh, it was confirmed by... Mid-evening that actually Serie A has got the nod and really? will return. Okay. <laughs> Serie A clubs <laughs> have voted to restart on June the 13th after reaching agreement over a medical protocol with the Italian okay. government. So it looks like it's coming back. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the pushback in England, pardon me, is um, over these documents we talked about last yeah, week, yeah. Andy, the waivers. Yeah. If I get ill, it's not anybody's fault but mine. Well... I think Troy Deeney and Mark Noble mm. particularly were mm -hmm. vocal yesterday in pointing out that they're not signing these waivers. Nope. Uh, Jose Mourinho, and this surprised me a little because he has been champing at the bit. He's pushed back another week. If we start, we need four weeks to get fit. Wow. Which is why we're talking June, June 19. 19 now. June 19. As opposed to previously the 12th, which takes us on, of course, uh, even deeper into the summer. And Jurgen Klopp is another, before you start uh, ranting about Jose Mourinho, Jurgen Klopp is another who says we need this time. Um, in Scotland, where Rangers' appeal against the shutdown uh, has failed and been mm -hmm. thrown out, mm -hmm. uh, Hearts are talking about um, a number of clubs going bust. And Budge, of course, we know owns Hearts mm -hmm. and her concerns, Andy, going <clears> forward. Um, that, that by the time we restart, some of the 42 clubs, some of, will be bust. Absolutely. Which Listen, led me to thinking. No, no, there will be. We've discussed it on this programme previously, and it's maybe worth returning to next week. There was a time when both Rangers and Celtic had agreed, or rather had persuaded, the then Football League mm -hmm. that they wanted to play in, in what is now the Championship. Yeah. Remember? Mm -hmm. uh, one or the other promoted, not both, were, mm -hmm. they, were, they, were they jockeying for promotion. If the Scottish League collapses as dramatically as it might, mm -hmm. from what I'm reading, yeah. I wonder if that comes back on the agenda. Well, if, if the Scottish League... 
<coughs> pardon me, does collapse, Richard, then of course <coughs> it will come back on the agenda because Rangers and Celtic have to play competitive football. Mm. And if they're not getting competitive football and enough people or enough competition in Scotland, they're going to have to look elsewhere. Now, where is the best place for Rangers and Celtic to go playing? In my opinion, it's always been. The one thing I think the Premier League can add to something that's been so successful to maybe make it even better for me, would be two very strong Rangers and Celtic well, it, sides. Well, you say the Premier League, but th- th- that always... Uh, yeah, of course. I'm assuming they're both getting up. Of course you are, and, and, and they might, and, <laughs> yeah. and you have to expect that they would. But it is, I remind you, the Premier League of England and Wales, yeah. so it would need the Articles of Association Absolutely. to change. But that's not the case in the Football League. Ah. So you see, they could be, they could be co-opted straight in. Um, I mean, Charles Green didn't do a lot for Rangers, but one of the things I thought he was right about when you were relegated, mm-hmm. what, three, four leagues? Mm-hmm. Come south and play in the National League and then work your way through the pyramid from there. The football would have been of a better quality yeah. had Rangers done that then. Mm-hmm. And Maybe, who, knows, who knows where both Rangers and Celtic might be now if that had been the case? Because I think had Rangers gone then, I think it's inconceivable to think that Celtic wouldn't have tried to join them. Well, they must have. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So um, it, it, it's something perhaps to return to. Mm-hmm. Uh, going forward and I think we probably will next week Mm. so it's a race against time according to the Daily Mail managers and players voice fears over a restart Um, meanwhile in Germany it's game on can I just run a number of things past Uh, grateful to Adrian uh, Kajumba in the mail for the uh, studious work that he's done on protocol Mm -hmm. Um, uh, how have the players been preparing is one small section headlined here been back in training since April apparently Uh, starting in small groups with restrictions, social distancing, and with strict hygiene requirements before stepping up to full training. Mm -hmm. Um, It is suggested that they will stay in hotels, away from family. Whilst in those hotels, the staff can't Mm -hmm. clean rooms. Mm So you've got to clean your own room as well. Yes. (laughs) Did you not do that when you were a kid? Yes, well, but, but, but these are grown men. It doesn't matter. Get real. It's only um, making a bed and tidying up. All have to wear masks outside their rooms and the dining area uh, and not touch lift buttons, banisters or door handles with their hands using el- elbows and knees instead. Which is what we're doing now anyway. Well, we are, yeah. <laughs> uh, testing, of course, they need testing of plenty. Yeah. Um, what are they doing dealing with infected players? Well, they're shutting down largely as best they can around and about them. Uh, officials, all officials, around 100, have been tested this week uh, and will be tested again on the day before matches. Uh, referees, assistants will be driving to matches on their own on the day of the game. Now, that's an added stress for me. They generally go overnight and they generally have a good night's sleep, referees, before taking charge of important professional matches. I can see you looking at me. I can see you there, but it's true. They're lonely people anyway. Teams will use multiple buses with enough space for players to sit at least 1.5 metres apart. Well, how does that translate then to what's going to happen on the football pitch? What are you asking me for? That was another idea floated yesterday. Tackle facing away. Oh, great. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know lots of players that did that anyway. <laughs> or didn't tackle at all. Yeah, exactly. No, that's right. The old phrase, you could, match, couldn't tackle a good dinner. Press comes conference to room, mixed zone areas, all closed. Zoom-style video conferences uh, to keep people away. Mm. That, doesn't, that doesn't follow down the line, though, or think about those that are going to have to work, uh, as our guys are here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're putting Bundesliga to air in the Middle East and North Africa, mm-hmm. Australia and New Zealand, if mm-hmm. you want to watch uh, Angus Scott and the boys. Um, 
but it, it doesn't think about them no. in their workplace, does it? And the demands no. that are brought forward. Listen, I, I hope, I pray everything goes well. I, I don't want any concerns or, 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 or victims as a result of this. My, you know, my fear the is we're still that, The one start early. that leapt out at me from, from that, the numbers you're trotting out there, which are considerable, Go on. was 20 coaches for each team. Yeah. 20. Yeah. 20 coaches. Yes, and that's, that's coaches, <laughs> not... And those, the, the, the coaches that stand on the touchline in the technical area, yeah. everybody has to be masked up. That's right. Everybody. And, and the manager can shout, but he has to pull his mask down to shout yes. and put it back up again. Critically, no spitting, which is something else that annoyed you early on. When we well, it doesn't annoy me. It's just impossible to police. It's impossible. Well, do you get sent off if you, if you spit twice and get caught? I don't know. Do we? Well, they were saying they were going to book. So, Come on. I don't know. I would guess but, having a little chuckle in the background. I, I can I, see I, I do wish everybody, everybody, and I yes. mean everybody, and that is those that are directly involved and those on the perimeter, the periphery, um, all the very best this weekend, because it, if, if it works, then we're in business. Our guest is? Our guest is a man whose tag is, hmm, it's to do with heading. The heading monster. Yes, known as that. Yes. When he played on Merseyside, but not for the right team. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, he's a very good friend of ours, and we've forgiven him for that. Uh, it is, of course, I'm sure you've got it by now, Karl Heinz Riedler. Good morning, Karl. How are you? Good morning from Germany. Hi. Good morning, young man. Morgan, mein Freund. Now, listen, Karl, we've, we've just heard Richard go through a number of things that are having to happen for Germany to restart shortly or this weekend in your opinion are all these things worth doing to get the game back on i mean uh, from a, a point for the bundesliga or for whole germany it was very important that we can restart i mean everybody you said it in your uh, uh, words before it's it's Ramble. a very very uh, <laughs> a strange thing because uh, playing in 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 these con uh, conditions on on a pitch, no spitting. How how you want to do it? Uh, if you have an, uh, um, uh, how do you say? It? If, if if you jump up in the air with two yeah. heads. Uh, so, to me, it uh, it sounds a little bit uh, good on the paper, but in, in reality, it will be really really hard to uh, to do it. But uh, from an economy point uh, for whole Germany because uh, it, it's very important because at the end of the day maybe if we couldn't play uh, in in this moment then uh, we we're gonna lose a lot of uh, really good uh, teams in, in the Bundesliga and you you won't uh, see the Bundesliga anymore like it was before when you say lose teams Carl you're you're concerned that teams could fold because of exactly lack that, of income. that would be uh, that what I heard from uh, yeah, from the newspaper in Germany that uh, at least four or five, six uh, teams have been really near to the bankrupt uh, bankruptcy if uh, they couldn't play this uh, this games now. Even it's it's a really a strange thing playing in a, in a stadium without any fans, no atmosphere, and mm -hmm. all these kind of rules that uh, uh, the German uh, yeah, federation said now what they have to do and uh, what they have to think about uh, players and uh, you know it, it it's not easy even the the whole preparation now for for a restart was not not really easy the, they've been yeah packed in the in the house for for a long time they couldn't really uh, uh, train but this uh, problem uh, is for all the uh, for all the uh, teams so how would you feel yourself Carl if you were involved as a player this weekend? I mean, from, uh, from the 
say from my health perspective, uh, I wouldn't be too concerned. I think they, uh, they took a lot of uh, uh, yeah, medical advices. And I think from this point, uh, I would be uh, quite safe uh, to play games like this. Has there been much dissent from players, Carl, in, in Germany, in the Bundesliga? We hear already in the Premier League in England, one or two players voicing concerns. We're hearing that maybe a percentage of them will, won't want to play and won't play. Has there any players in the Bundesliga says, no, I'm not playing? I, I didn't follow it too much, but uh, uh, also from the newspaper, what I, uh, I could read is that uh, a couple of players in, in different uh, teams, they, they had a concern, but uh, I think the... Uh, uh, all the teams to, and the, uh, the, uh, the, the guys there are in, in charge. They say, okay, if you don't feel ready to play, then you, you can say it and, uh, and you don't have to play because it's your own health if you're concerned yeah. about it. So how would you sum up things in general, Carl? Is there uh, anxiety about a restart or is there more excitement about a restart? No, it's a lot of a lot of excitement. I mean, in this uh, in these days, everybody is very happy to to see or to uh, yeah to see uh, different things. It was not easy because uh, in Germany it was a big big discussion uh, why should uh, start uh, the Bundesliga all these millionaires and uh, they get an uh, advantage uh, more. But uh, you know, and for example, somebody who has uh, a family and the kids cannot go out and the kids can't go into mm. uh, into uh, courts uh, to playing football so it was a, a big discussion and a lot of people have been uh, against a restart for the bundesliga but uh, you know all the politics and uh, they understand the, the the necessity of the yeah of the of the pressure of the economy also for uh, for this uh, clubs and uh, this was the the case why they uh, give it the okay i hope very much that they've made the right yes. decision and that it yeah. isn't driven purely by finance. Uh, I understand we all, we're all missing live sport. Mm -hmm. uh, those of us that concentrate in this area, live football particularly. But um, if, if there is a cost in terms of health uh, and well-being, um, then mm -hmm. I think that's a, 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 a cost too far. So mm -hmm. I do wish them well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Richard, I think they're, they're going to follow it for a while and hopefully uh, nothing uh, will happen uh, in, in, in the next games. But uh, if there is coming some really uh, bad uh, stuff around that maybe uh, uh, you have more and more uh, corona uh, uh, victims, then mm. I think uh, there will be uh, a call off of the Bundesliga. Oh, hopefully mm. my battery is can not we gone talk? now. Oh no, uh. your battery is failing. I was just about to say, can, can we talk I'm a little? 20, of... <laughs> I have 20% left only. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. We'll, yeah. we'll be out of your way before then. Yes, 20% is plenty. 20% is plenty, Cal. Don't yeah, you worry. If you don't okay. want to stay with us, you can, you've now made your excuse. You yeah. can go and yes. say, well, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you said I'm in Germany. Whereabouts in Germany? Uh, actually, I live in the, in the south, and, uh, so south of Germany and uh, near Lake of Constance. So we've been really lucky in these days. Uh, I mean, we have a, uh, we have a house and a, and a garden, and uh, living on the countryside is quite uh, a privilege in, in these days because mm. all these uh, guys, uh, imagine you, you live in London in a, in a, in a flat or in, in Berlin in a flat. Mm. It's much harder than uh, yeah, to say we, we had a quite uh, uh, good uh, life for the last uh, four or five, six uh, weeks. 
Yeah, it's uh, it, absolutely. Well, what he's you got say. a good life, Richard. Actually, it, it, it's, it's tough for Carl. I really feel for my friend here because he's got that beautiful house in Germany, and of course, and I remember popping in to see him in, in his beautiful house in Sardinia as well <laughs> that he has. Well, actually, actually, I cannot go there. So this is called off for. Uh, we oh cannot, no! Uh, go over the border for a while. <laughs> the fruits of a glorious absolutely. Career. We've discussed it when you were with us previously, Carl. You you talk about being the heading monster. Mm. Um, it's something you share in common with Andy, of course, but how is it that somebody not necessarily of uh, huge proportions, you're not that tall, how did you become so good at heading a football? Uh, actually, I don't know. I, uh, when I was a child, I, I did a lot of sport. I did uh, athletics, high jumping for a long time. So maybe I had uh, really the ability to, to, jump, to jump quite high and uh, right. I tried to... Uh, yeah, to do this in in a, in a special manner, even when I when I was a child. But even Andy is uh, Andy. How, how how tall are you? Maybe six foot three. Yeah, six foot three, tell me. So. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm about five eleven. You should. But, you uh, would I say. think more or less it came naturally uh, to me. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't do this uh, too much time. Where would you say you enjoyed your career the most? Uh, I've been really lucky to to have uh, very very good uh, teams where I played for. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, Werder Bremen in, in in the early days were been fantastic. I learned a lot from uh, Otto Rehagel as a coach, and then uh, the move to uh, to Lazio Rome. This was uh, quite an, uh, a special time mm. because uh, in you know in in the nineties uh, it was the place to go. All the the top oh, yes. uh, players from from the world played in uh, in Italy. So and. Uh, Dortmund, back to Dortmund later on, uh, fantastic. We had so much success there in, in, in these four years. And for last in, in my career, uh, the experience in England, it, this was fantastic. I was always a dream when I was a child uh, to maybe, uh, I followed Liverpool for so long. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this was really uh, fantastic to play for this. Uh, so, team. So, so how different was it, England, when you finally mm. fulfilled that dream to Italy and Germany, who I, I, I think we like to consider to be more professional, perhaps, in those days, in those days than yes, the English yes, were. Yes. Uh, yeah, maybe it was a little bit uh, different to, to play in Italy. I mean, they have been really, in, in these days, they have been, uh, you know, from the medical position, they, they do much more than even the German uh, football. But when, when I came to England, uh, the first thing what I realized is that uh, this game in, in England is much more uh, uh, quicker than uh, in, in, uh, in Germany and even in, uh, in Italy. So it was quite a, a change even for, for me to, uh, mm. to adapt there uh, quite quickly. But at the end of the day, it was a really uh, uh, yeah, fantastic experience because the, you know, the English football is uh, such an uh, intensive and uh, mm. a passion football, maybe the most, in, in, I would say, in the world. Mm. And is the, is the dressing room different? We, we, we tend to think of ourselves as uh, comedic yeah. and uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that there's more a fun, A lot of comedian stories there. <laughs> oh, yes. From, uh, from this time, but uh, this will be not uh, the time to, to say that. <laughs> but was, was, was that, so was that an enjoyable climax in that respect? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all the the, the players from uh, from Liverpool in this time when I when I signed from uh, for them, they've been uh, brilliant to me. So not even to me, uh, to all the the guys from uh, abroad. So uh, they, they made it really easy for us to uh, yeah to love this country and to love the English football. You must have you must have realised even back then, Carl, that uh, that the league title in Liverpool mm. almost went hand in hand in the eighties, seventies, eighties. Yeah, if there yeah. was a title going, Liverpool were either finishing first or second. You must have been aware, haven't won the Premier League yet, but could you ever have conceived that, what, some 20-odd years later, Liverpool would only be on the verge of winning their first Premier League title this year? Well, 10 or 15. I mean, 20, uh, 20, I mean everybody was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's just good-looking, that's why he looks so young. Everybody was desperate, even in our times, to, to yeah. win it back. Liverpool was so uh, successful in the, in the days. Yeah, Kenny Dalglish, Ian Rush, and, and so on. So... Uh, but we could do this in uh, in in our time. But uh, now it's uh, it's really the time. And uh, I mean, uh, if they if they can't do it this year, then they will maybe never. <laughs> they can never do it. So it's on uh, uh, the fans and and all uh, Liverpool supporters and all over the world. They they're gonna yeah wait for this title for so long time. You were uh, you were at Wembley, were you not? Um, Euro ninety six. Ninety six. Were you? Yeah. No, you Sco- no, actually, you were- I was injured uh, a year before. Ah, ah. okay, okay. Uh, well, then that's not a line down, no. down which we can go there. No, Bertie no. Fox didn't take me then. <laughs> actually, I, I was quite, uh, it was a shame for me because I think it, it was the, um, I uh, did my Incrucial Ligaments 95 oh. and uh, I was coming back in uh, February. Uh, I think it was my best time ever in football, and uh, but at the end he made already his decision to to take two, three other strikers. So yeah. it was quite a shame for me uh, not to go there. But at the end of the day, you can't have everything. You have that in common with Andy as well. Yes. I don't think he likes Bertie Vokes. <laughs> no, I don't like Bertie Vokes. He was such a bad judge. You're right, Carl. I have every sympathy with you. You're yeah. such a bad judge. Throw some names at us, Carl. Who would be the players that you were proudest to have competed against and with? Uh, Richard, I didn't get this. Players that you've played with and against, throw some names at us that we would recognise that you've been proud to have shared a football career with and around. Oh, I had a lot of really uh, top names uh, playing against. But uh, if I would say, uh, yeah, in the time of uh, Italy, I, I mean, I had the, uh, yeah... I had the, the joy to to play even with uh, with uh, Paul Gascoigne. He was in this time he was a fantastic player. Uh, uh, so you, yeah, he had some numbers in in, in training session. Even uh, playing against uh, Carreca and uh, Maradona or Van Basten Gullit. So uh, mm. we had a lot of uh, good good uh, uh, players uh, in this time. Lothar Matthäus or you, you can name it. You know wow. all these guys. Then. I'm that surprised he hasn't mentioned Paul Lambert. <laughs> yeah, Paul Lambert, yeah, he was our, <laughs> our top man in, in Dortmund, so we always uh, around. So, no, I mean, he did a, a fantastic job for us, uh, especially in, in this time uh, with Borussia Dortmund and especially in the, in the Champions League final, he was a, a key player for us. So, he gives the assist to my yes. first goal. So, he, he talks about 100 times a day. <laughs> <laughs> He's on our list, Carl, during yes. this series to talk he'll be, to. He'll be very oh, upset, okay, so Carl. He'll be very upset that we've Talk to you before we've talked to him. He'll be furious. Listen, last question. I've always wondered about people that played in Italy during that time. Was it a little confusing knowing the score before you kicked off? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> 
Let me, let me ask I that again. Did. I said, was it, was it a little confusing when you played in Italy in the 90s, knowing the yes. score before you kicked off? <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, I did maybe, maybe in different teams, but in the team for Lazio Rome, I, I never had the experience. <laughs> well spoken, Carl. Yeah. Well spoken. Yeah. Very well spoken, Carl. You're very kind. Thank you for talking to us. Thanks, Carl. Carl, we do wish okay. everybody well and Pleasure. Germany in general and, this weekend. Uh, yeah. All the best and to you there in Qatar. Bye bye. Thank you. We got away with it. Yeah. These things yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. If, uh, if our monitoring department are watching, that was not intentional. No. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, they do occasionally happen. Uh, those things. Uh, yeah. I, I do wish them well, Andy. I'm nervous for them. I really. Yeah, am. I think we're all nervous for them, Richard. The whole, whole, the whole football world is, is nervous. The, the, the leagues of the Premier League, the big leagues that we talk about, the Premier League, the Spanish League, the Italian leagues in particular, those three massive leagues are all fixed on Germany this mm. weekend. They're all wondering how it's going to play out, how it's going to look, how it's going to feel, um, how safe is it going to be for the players and the staff and everyone around it. And, and I, think, I don't think there's ever been a time that I can remember in the game where we've been looking at a set of fixtures, all, everyone mm. hoping that everything, everything works around it. To finish where we started, one cutting I didn't mention um, and, and should do uh, from, from this morning's mail, um, Premier League clubs are planning to play the whole of next season without fans in a worst-case scenario. Mm. Um, well, I keep hearing this dreadful phrase, new normal, but uh, I think that's probably that's going to be the that case. That wouldn't be normal. I wouldn't, it might be new, but it certainly wouldn't be normal. No, no. fans for a whole year. No. Listen, it might happen. Uh, we all desperately hope that's not the case. We might have to start next season, Richard, with no fans in the grounds, but how long that would continue will depend on quite a few factors. Just another reminder, it's uh, the Bundesliga is live with us mm. on being sports in the Middle East and North Africa, Australia and New Zealand this weekend, uh, dependent of course on, on the times uh, where, where you are. Uh, we're here five days a week on being sports where you found us today. I always phrase it like that because there are different <laughs> broadcast yeah. areas into yeah. which we, um, we, we travel, Andy. Uh, international viewers, YouTube. Uh, tomorrow we'll check in with Angus Scott who's going to be fronting the, mm. um, the German football uh, and um, as well as much else that develops during the course of oh, this yes. day. In the meantime, whatever else you do, stay safe, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.